Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits late, Shantae, you stay, you say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy, we say that's fierce, so sing all my queers, don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears, the word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. Hey, I'm Lenny, and this is my co-host, Brendy. Hello! Now you can follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure you send us some word suggestions. Yes, please do. What a hoot. We're back. We survived been- summer. Yes. And now we are on to the season of love. <laughs> are you really that happy about it? Oh, I love the cold, Del. Okay. Speaking of love and seasons changing, Mm -hmm. um, I recently discovered Bumble. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Bumble is a dating app, kind of like Tinder, except it was more a female app. Yes. But it's obviously then opened up. Now guys can go on it and search for other guys. Anyway, I came across it because a girlfriend was down from London and I was playing on her Bumble, having a hoot, just saying yes to everything. So I was like, come on, you've got to go out there and meet people. (laughs) And then I ended up just downloading it myself because I'm not really on the... I got over Grindr. I'm not going to lie. I got over over that. And I also got over telling people that I wasn't on it. And then (laughs) (laughs) getting the messages on Sunday being like, "Uh, lies. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, no, I've just, I've jumped on it and I'm having a bit of a hoot and I'm matching with people. Is it a bit better than your experience on Grindr? 100%. Because okay. it's all about standing in conversation, not sending each other dick pics. You literally can't move on to the next person without saying yes or no. Surprisingly, I'm picky. But it's lovely because I've found that I've come across a whole array of different men and none that are really like me whatsoever. <laughs> well, you're obviously not on FaceMate, which uses facial recognition technology to actually match you with someone who looks exactly like exactly you. Exactly like you. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us... This week's episode. Doppelbanger. So a doppelbanger is when two people who sleep together or are in a relationship look strongly alike. Yeah, and it ranges from people that share some similar features and style to those who are almost completely indistinguishable from each other. So much so that they could pass as siblings or even twins. Mm -hmm. We're talking eye colour, body type, bone structure, skin tone, hairstyle. Yeah, it's a whole new type of self-love. But the craze isn't exactly new. It's just recently received attention due to the popular Tumblr Boyfriend Twins account, which uh, is a page that collects photos of boyfriends that look alike. Because what's sexier than dating yourself, Brendy? Not much, Lenny. Not much. (laughs) So the question of do opposites attract is not really so simple anymore. 
Some scientists believe it depends on your relationship status, apparently. So there's some researchers that propose the idea that single people were more attracted to people that looked less like them, and the people in relationships were attracted to people that looked more like them. I just find I'm more attracted to guys that are in relationships because they have what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no, it's the people in the relationship. Right. When you're in a relationship or you're single, they're saying that that attraction changes to other people. And how they tested this was that they took photos of the participants, presented them photos of different people. But what they did was they like slightly morphed their photos onto the other people. Oh, I love it. Their features. So they could. Yes. (laughs) They were just random people, but they had some similarities. Similar traits. Yes. But the thing is that they were rating them on whether they were sexy or nice. Mm -hmm. Very funny because they're obviously very interchangeable adjectives. Like, Finding someone sexy and finding someone nice oh, God. isn't really the same thing. But data collected from like various dating websites yeah. also supports this. The theory has always been that we are attracted to people that look less like us. Yes. An instinctual way, which is to avoid inbreeding, promote diversity. But what these findings suggest is that people in long-term relationships care less about where they look similar to someone and more the potential for, like, familiarity. Yeah. Lenny, I think I'd go insane if I ended up with someone like myself. (laughs) Not putting myself down because I think I'm a catch for anyone that's listening. But, shit, that'd be exhausting. Yes, true. But also the... (laughs) Thanks, Lenny. No, I agree. But also, like, the physical traits thing. I haven't found that to be true. So I don't know. I'm usually not attracted to people that look like me. Lenny, you've been in relationships a lot more than I have. (laughs) You've been in one. It's more than me. As you would know, there are the rules of attraction in the game of love. Oh, yeah. And certain things come into play when attraction kicks in. So hips, apparently they don't lie. That's a big thing. Your body, whether it's the shape, the way you work, your natural charisma, Mm -hmm. what you give off. Um, Body language. Body language, kind of like. (laughs) Um, And your face. Smell. Is yes, huge that's one? huge, yeah. Pheromones, is it pheromones? Yes, yeah. The pheromones that you give off on a certain, like, night. And the oxytocin in women. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah things like smell could definitely almost trump physical features. Yeah, it's almost an animal attraction, which, mm. you know, that being said, I've gone on a number of different dates. I can't see any of them being very similar to me. Would you date someone with hair as curly as yours? I'm open to it. Okay. I'm yeah. open to You're it. You're open-minded. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you date somebody that wears glasses? Yeah. Great. No, of course I would, but it's my thing <laughs> in the relationship. Would you date a brunette like yourself? Maybe. Same height? I don't mind, yeah, any height. Height for me is, I'm six foot three. I've, yep. I've got to give a little bit of leeway. Yeah, I don't really have any height restrictions. No. But I, like when I do meet someone that's a bit taller than me, I'm a, I'm a little bit sort of like awestruck, like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but someone shorter than me, I will deal with it. Would you date someone who's as good a dancer as you? Absolutely not. That's oh. far too threatening. <laughs> I I would not I wouldn't date someone that's in the arts. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's my thing. Would you date somebody that's academic? More academic than you? Oh yeah, I think most people are more academic than me. More argumentative than you? Oh more opinionated than you? I I wouldn't want I just wouldn't I don't think that'd be very good for me. Yeah. So this does actually extend beyond physical similarities. Right. There's something called implicit egotism. And it suggests that you're just as likely to date someone who maybe shares a birthday or has a similar name to you purely because it's something that's familiar. So this is less about having things in common. Yeah. So it actually affirms like a positive association in your brain. Yeah. And it's just an unconscious thing. So that's also a theory as to why people date people that look like them. 
you think it's coincidence or just a bit of narcissism? Well, if you go back to Freud times, he actually said that all forms of homosexuality are narcissism. So I'm going to say no to that. Mm. So I don't want to play into that theory. You're, you're we, making a face. No, but I mean, you know that narcissism, the theory about yes. narcissist is that the gods sentenced him to a life without human love and that he fell in love with his own reflection in a pool of water and died hungering for its response, aka he drowned looking at himself. And but, you could actually apply that to absolutely. certain people. Well, I mean, all you need to in do In the is- sense of being how we use it now, which is like more like you're in love with yourself or being self-obsessed, the theory with homosexuality is basically that you're attracted even though the person may not look like you, you're just attracted to like a different version of you being the same sex. So I don't know if it's narcissism. I mean, I think for some people it actually might be. But for other people, it might just be a coincidence. Also, sometimes you see what you want to see, like if people have like a similar style or they, you know, shave their beard in the same way, they end up yes. looking very similar. Or they kind of play it up twinsies. as well. Yeah. I don't know. I just think maybe for some individuals, it's less about coincidence and narcissism. And maybe it's more about the fact that they can't actually love themselves Mm. due to whatever reason, but they can love someone who looks like themselves, whether that be intentionally or unintentionally. I like that. I don't know. Or just. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) We're not doctors. We're we're Um, not doctors here. But we can provide some Psych 101. Um, that definitely plays into the theory of it being about a, a sense of belonging or just having kind of a shared identity to be part of something bigger. Yeah, it's almost like a sense of self-acceptance through self-projection. Ooh, deep, Brendy. Yeah. That being said, I have a friend that used to masturbate to himself in front of the mirror. <laughs> I think that's actually kind of common. Maybe more growing up or something. Oh, I don't know. I think you it don't... was pretty much during his 20s. He was just doing it always, <laughs> yeah. He loves himself. <laughs> And I love him for loving himself. (laughs) So there's another theory called template formation. Yeah. Which is when you're young and you're exposed to all the people in your family and what they look like around you constantly, they kind of form this template in your mind and your subconscious. So when you grow up, when you meet people that fit that template, Mm -hmm. you've got this subconscious attraction to them. Right. A bit creepy. That's awfully creepy. (laughs) Yes. Very flowers in Um, the attic. (laughs) I'll give you another theory too. It's called kinship cues, yeah, which is about people that don't have a strong family dynamic or support. Right. They're attracted to these familiar features yeah. as a way of obtaining that social support. Ah. It's like a making your own family thing. Like building, creating their own. It's something, again, that might be subconscious. It's funny though, because happy couples... Over time, the longer that they're together, they start to resemble each other a lot more. So they may have been together for 20 years or so, and they start mimicking facial expressions Mm. as well as adapting (laughs) the same sense of humour. I mean, I don't just do it with my partner or whatever. I I think I do it with anyone I spend a lot of time with. Like, I'll mimic facial expressions. Yeah. I can feel myself doing it. Oh, I can do a great Kristen wig once in a while. Oh, (laughs) no. Not impressions, Brendy. Oh, okay. Sorry. My bad. You know when people have like the little quirky yes. things they do when they're like thinking. Do you mimic stuff that your girlfriend does? Yeah, I do. But we're also really dissimilar, so right. it's not really an issue. She has a thing with her lips when she's thinking. Right. I sometimes just do it. What is it? I think I also maybe started doing it because I was mimicking her okay. to make fun of her. <laughs> like she does this like subconscious pout. She is pouting and raising her eyebrows. <laughs> she doesn't realize. <laughs> 
No, it's like a thinking face. Yeah, it's a thinking yeah, yeah, face. Yeah, but it's, it's like really... a sassy thinking face. Yeah. Love it. But I do heaps of weird stuff. I, I also pick up words from people very oh easily. My God. People pick up my words all the time. But the theory is that you only <laughs> do that if you really like someone. Um, it's like an empathic right. thing. You don't do it with people you don't like. Like, it's not just based on spending a lot of time. It's like attracted to the person, you like the person. Enjoy the person. You listen to that word and then it yep. enters your vernacular. Hoot. Um, and then you hoot. Yeah, and you can hoot. be a bit. <laughs> hoot. <laughs> You're sending subliminal messages. <laughs> But then you feel like I feel really self-aware of it when I do it. I do this really strange thing with my hands when I'm like trying to make a point or like getting really into explaining something. Yes. Where a girl at work pointed out that they're my like little thinking T-Rex hands and she started doing it one day. And, I mean, like she was, and she was like, yeah. look, like she didn't, you know, again, she didn't realize. So she like picked so up that picked it up. fucking annoying, weird thing that I, no one had ever pointed out to me before. And then there are people who are in a relationship or dating someone, and then their friend casually points out that they look exactly the same. Yes. And some people think it's, like, really funny, and then they'll, like, play it up or dress in the same outfits, you know, occasionally. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people who have, like, a meltdown, freak-out crisis because they don't want to be dating someone that looks exactly like them or wonder what the implications are or didn't even notice. I've got a friend that was in a relationship for a couple of years, and another friend pointed out to me that they were doppelbangers. I didn't even see it until he did, and then I couldn't unsee it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, they're like <laughs> fucking twins. <laughs> yeah. and like, Why did you point it, it out? It's true that it happens more of a time. Like, maybe they didn't start that way, but they have some similar features. Yeah. And then your wardrobes, like, come together. Mm. You, like, you like what they're wearing, so you, you know, copy it because you're just something that you're exposed to constantly. Yes. But... Features-wise, I think it's actually easier with men to look similar because they've got all, like the facial hair and shaved head and a mustache and yep. dark features. It's easier for them to look alike. Absolutely. Look, I've got- versus straight people as well yeah. because there's couples that could be siblings potentially as well, and it's not okay. just <laughs> it's not just gay people. All right. Yeah. No, I'm not no, saying no, they no, are. It's not. No, it's not. Like I've got another friend, he and his partner have been together for years and they're delightful. I don't think they look alike whatsoever. However, they love to trick people at costume parties where they'll both go as Barbie or they both go as Ken or they go as sailors. And once they're in matching... Oh my God, sailors, classic. Once they're in matching clothing, it's just like, boom, they look like twins. Whereas when they're not in costume, they're just two completely different people. It's just like... Well, it's true. Once you like take, especially in a costume, like once all you're left with is maybe like the face. Yeah. And then the things that look similar. Oh, yeah. The similarities are really drawn out. Yeah. What about if Tilda Swinton Mm -hmm. and David Bowie were together? Oh, that's intense. They, yeah. If they're at the same age. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd just be really intense. Yeah. Oh, my God. It would be so intense. Yeah. Do you remember Doppelganger Week on Facebook back in, like, 2011? Where it I was d- like, put up a photo of a celebrity that you think you look like. It was like, oi. I didn't do it because I felt too vain. <laughs> oh, God. Some of the photos that came up. I'm <laughs> like, like, really? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Who did you? You didn't put one up. Nah. I put one up. Who was yours? Betty White. <laughs> That's funny. I like those. I, yeah, yeah, I was just like, fuck it. She's fun. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> but I did a little bit of research okay. and I worked out your doppelganger. Put me through some facial matchmaking. I didn't service. even need okay. to. I just literally <laughs> need to re- needed to reflect on like my teen flick Rolodex. Oh, who's it going to be? Lily Sobieski. Oh, yeah. AKA Never Been Kissed, Deep Impact, Dropped a Diva, The Good Wife. 
Yeah, I used to, actually forgot about her. I got that a lot when I was hands like, down really young. One percent. Yeah, so. I'm happy with that one. Not offensive at all. Who would I be? <laughs> I don't know. I just pick one for you. Is it Meryl Streep? Yeah. <laughs> so there's an episode of Seinfeld called The Cartoon where Jerry dates a lady named Jane. Jane and Jerry. And she looks exactly like him. Is it played by him? No. Okay. <laughs> but she does. They did like pretty good casting. Yeah. yeah. But she has longer hair, but there's this whole scenario where she gets gum in her hair, she has to cut it out, <laughs> and she puts like a men's white shirt on. Right. Walks out of the bathroom with her hair like all combed and like quaffed. 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 Quaffed back. And he just like freaks out because everyone had been telling him the whole episode that she looks exactly like him. The Lady Jerry, uh, as they say. And then he like has the moment and it's it's pretty funny. There's also an episode where he dates someone played by Jeannie Garofalo who is the exact personality of him and they end up just hating each other, uh, which is quite excellent. funny. They I have the I... same sense of humour and they both love eating cereal and I don't know. I never really got into that show except for Elaine. I loved yeah, Elaine. Elaine's great. And more yeah. so... The Elaine dance. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So good. And then the film Behind the Candelabra, which stars Michael Douglas and also Matt Damon. Yes. Uh, Matt Damon actually plays Scott, the partner of Liberace, who has plastic surgery to look more and more like Liberace because that's what his wishes were. So creepy. So creepy. That takes it to a whole other level. So, so creepy. Yeah. So shiny. And there's that thing where he adopted him because gay marriage wasn't legal, but, like, did he just want him to be his son? Was that really to look after him or was there just something else kind of... I don't know how people didn't know Liberace was was (laughs) gay. You look back on it and it's so obvious. And in the episode Coat Check in Broad City, Abby makes out with Elias Shawcat from Arrested Development, Mm. the younger cousin, because, you know, she's always trying to be the most open-minded person and, like, always pushing boundaries and stuff. And it's kind of funny. She's, like, following her the whole episode. Eventually they make out and they're both kind of quite grossed out by it. (laughs) (laughs) So that was our episode Doppelbanger. Doppelbanger! Hope you you enjoyed it. Please follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you send us any word suggestions. And a reminder that we're now recording fortnightly. And look, even though Paula Abdul once sang that, you know, two steps forward, two steps back, we go together because opposites attract, (laughs) we have learnt tonight, apparently not always. So to Uh, our doppelbangers out there, we salute you. Bye. Bye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.